her phone. Yo. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Yo. Oh, yeah. Ross is coming on in a second. It's the intro. Oh. It's the intro. You in here. You in here. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> you in here. Now you gotta wait for Ross to get in. I think yeah. he's waiting for me, but it's all good. Let's see. Hopefully he uh hopefully he logs on real quick. But yeah. Welcome, welcome first timer to the show. Thank <laughs> you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I've been you know, been trying to get on one for a minute now, but No, I hear ya. I uh it, it it's funny because um I I don't think like the rest of the audience is gonna know exactly uh, why you're on until <laughs> <laughs> until until we give them a little refresher course as soon as Ross gets in because uh, oh. that's gonna be oh my goodness that's hilarious it's probably one of the funniest stories I heard in a while. But, okay uh, yeah yeah but it's good it's to know. Good. there he is Ross he's yo I told y'all to let me know when the party started uh. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all just left me hanging. My my bad, bro. I was trying to let you know. I was like, I'm already on here, though. He he'll know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I turn off all my uh, notifications. And it be your own oh, people's, yo. It be your own people's. Oh man, there's already been collusion. Now the people will not get the truth. Oh man, collusion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the I'll truth. I'll set you free. What's up, man? Yo, it's been a hot minute, my brother. Like a good twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it's been a while, man. I mean, I think I seen you at the Wu, not the Wu Tang concert, but the Hip Hop Legends one at the Kissimmee. You yeah. know. Yeah, yo, you was. Did we see each other there? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is that wrong? Like, it had to be you, oh, but you had like a little okay, crew with you. Yeah, okay, I take it back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, snap. That was a good concert, though. Good? <laughs> yeah, everything's good, man. Everything's All right, good. Cool, cool. Let me uh, hold on, hold on. I know people are listening, so uh, you know you're listening. To how you live? For yours truly, with the you, and, with uh, the Mr. you, Saul Urenya. Saul A F Urenya. Yeah, nah, nah, I don't know about all that, but yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, we we got a we got a special guest on. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I made some allegations. All true. All true. <laughs> <laughs> all true, you know, and um, and this individual, this this individual hit me up and was like, "Hey, man, I gotta come on and tell my side of the story." Yeah. So, without right. any further ado, I introduce you to somebody that I have known since I'm gonna go ahead and date everybody here since 1996. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the one of the first people I actually linked up with back in eighth grade. I remember you had the Jordans. I think I think you had these Jordans, and I was like, "Yo." These are kind of fresh. And then, just, <laughs> and then we just started talking. You know what I'm saying? I still I still had a French accent back then, believe it or not. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you, know, hey, hey, you had to say it like that. You had to say it like that. I did. I did. Uh, without further ado, I give y'all Mr. Roscoe Baker. Um man who stole my, who stole my, my, my life after death double CD, y'all. That's him. Oh man! That's him. Let's let's hear your side of the story, sir. It, it, it was for it was for a group of people. So you know. Well, well hold, spend... up, hold up, hold up, hold up, <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we yeah. get into it, Ross, let's get let's get the wows and pals. Let's let's get let's get these uh, 
Let's get this uh, Sinister Six and everything going. I you want, know what? You know, You're right. You're right. I'm just too eager. I'm just too eager to jump on and counter whatever he's saying. You're but, trying to right. clear your name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. Let's 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 get into that. Yeah. So, uh, Roscoe, I don't know if you know. Yeah. Me, uh, we have this whole thing where we do the wilds and pals. So the wilds of the week, things that went well, and the pals of the week, things that didn't go so well. Um, so what we'll do is. We'll have my man Saul go first, then I'll go, and then you'll go ahead and go so you can get the flow of how we usually do this. Does that work? Okay. Yeah, that works. And that then works. after that, we're going to hit you with our Sinister Six. So just get ready. All right. You know what I'm saying? All right, but, but, um, <laughs> you know, Saul, man, give me your wilds yeah. and pals, my brother. Um, Well, wilds and pals. Um, trying to see here. I, I guess if I had a wow um, this week, it would be that uh, Wakanda expansion pack that just came out for that Avengers game. Uh, yo, so That's nice. I'm not gonna front like this game. Uh, you know, I got it a while back, and um, when it first dropped, it got like horrible reviews, super glitchy. And I was like, all right, I'm not gonna buy this, I'm especially not gonna drop 60 bucks on this game, uh, with all the problems that it has. Um, well, I don't know if it was like uh, Black Friday or sometime after Christmas, um, this game dropped to half off, and I was like, oh. Hold on. So, the you know, the gold edition, whatever, where you get all the expansion stuff for free, if it, you know, and it drops, was only like something like $35. So I could see myself dropping, you know, like 35 bucks for a game, you know, relatively new that I, I just kind of want to see what's up with it. Um, you know, I, I, I ran through this game. I mean, super <laughs> bored. I, I was like, oh, my goodness. It's, you know, and it is super glitchy. They had to come up with a bunch of updates for it. But finally, they dropped Black Panther in the game and you could play as Black Panther in the game. And it's pretty right. tight, but it's uh, you know, it's it's it, it's the same game. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like the missions or or whatever. Oh. Thing. It's like the only cool thing is like the cutscenes or the story in between the missions. Like you know, you're kind of seeing what's going on. But I mean, I was looking forward to that. So I, that would be my wow for the week because I was just like, all right, well, it's something new in this game, and at least they they brought some people back to play it. We'll see how long it lasts. I'm almost done with that storyline right now with the <laughs> thing already. So, whatever. Um, and if I had a pal, uh, it would probably be uh, I can't even talk. Probably be. Uh, so I I sent this article on the thread. Uh, the I was reading the Atlantic, uh, and I sent it because it was about like vaccine fatigue or COVID fatigue uh, amongst uh, people who are vaccinated. And uh, just mm. mad at people, like mad and fed up, um, especially uh, like doctors, um, kind of mad and fed up about like patients and people that are like not vaccinated still and end up in the, you know, ER because of this stupid thing still. And right, it's like, right. Like, yeah, you know, come on. Like they're losing they're losing patience and, and losing all sorts of sympathy for these people. And I can tell you right now, without a doubt in my mind. I have no sympathy left for anybody who does not want to get vaccinated no. and like ends up in the ER like dying. Like that's that's on you, fam, right now. That's that's it. I, I don't look at me. You didn't believe in science before. Why are you in the hospital now? So that's how I look at it. But that's my pal, because I'm really getting tired of these people out here. Just uh, you know, just seeing the numbers skyrocket still in Florida and uh, I think Tennessee's got us beat now. So I guess that's good. But yeah, but I guess that's it. Those are my wows and pals for the week. Nothing uh, nothing too crazy. Wow. All right, all right. 
<laughs> so my my wow is actually um I just found out this week. Actually, it was it was it was on my on 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 Saturday. I just found out about um the this 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 concept of Black August. What? Yeah. What? Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So black so Black August is basically the month of August dedicated to like I guess paying homage to uh to black revolutionaries, incarcerated freedom fighters, and just black resistance all around throughout history. Because um, yo, a lot, a lot of uh, important moments related to the black struggle, and you know that have been happening in August. I can tell you about uh, the Haitian Revolution, the the event people believe was the catalyst for that event for, for the actual revolution itself happened on uh, August fourteenth. 1791. Um, if we go something recent like Ferguson, you know, that happened in the month of August, you got um, the, you know, the, the, when the, uh, when the settlers arrived in uh, Jamestown, what they called, uh, well, part of the 1619 project. Well, the, actually the 1619 project starts in August, 1619. Huh. Um, the March on Washington was in August. Right. Uh, you got like what Nat Turner, his slave insurrection that was in August and uh, was like 1831. So, I mean, and the, the list goes on of like just various things. Baldwin was born in August. Uh, Marcus Garvey was born in August. So, yeah, man, uh, I think Dubois died in August. Tony Morrison died in August. And I mean, the list just goes on. I'm like, wow, where have I been? <laughs> These last 38 years, damn near. <laughs> and I'm just finding out about this now. So, yeah, man. Uh, so that was the wow, like me finding out about Black August. And um, a pal, I guess, not, it's, it's not even, I guess, it, it was um, the earthquake in Haiti. Mm. Yeah. You, know, um, you know, something that the country didn't need. But again, it's literally on a fault line. So these, these things are going to happen. Uh, there's historical... Uh, it goes back to like the 1500s in terms of like, as far as like written history, because that's when the, the Spaniards first got to Haiti, they experienced earthquakes back then. So yeah, man, that was just like a, a shitty thing to have happened, especially after the month that we've had with the assassination of the, of the president and just nobody really running the country. And so, um, yeah, that was my pal. 7.2. 7.2. Yeah. Oof. Wow. wow. Yeah. We did not feel that. <laughs> Talk to me, Roscoe. What's up with you, okay. man? Wows and pals. Okay. The wows. You know, it's not all political and stuff like how you got into, but my wow would be The Walking Dead coming back, season 11, oh, final there season. There you go. There you go. It ain't got you. <laughs> it's your wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I was looking forward to it. You know, got to watch it early on AMC+. Plus. Um, hold on, hold on. There's an episode out on AMC Plus already. Oh yeah, the first se- the first episode is out right now, and oh. I believe tonight they might show the second episode. I think on AMC oh. Plus. I don't have AMC Plus. I have like Paramount Plus and Peacock, and I don't know. Yeah, I I hate that show now because I've been <laughs> so much time into it. Oh so man, it's so good. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, that, whatever. We'll see what happens. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, your that's that's what that's my wow, man. I mean, you know, I've been looking forward to it all year, you know. So now that came out. But my pal is I went to Advent Health Celebration because I had an abscess tooth. And they had me sitting there for three hours just waiting to see somebody. There was nobody in there. It was like four in the morning. Nobody in there. No, not a lot of COVID patients, they said. Go in there. Get through triage fast. Go in there and ask about my tooth. They said the doctor will be in there in a second. It took them an hour to come back in the room just to tell me, oh, the doctor's going to be in here in a minute. Another two hours go by. I'm there. <laughs> Nobody comes in. I'm like, what happened to Celebration Hospital? <laughs> you know, it used to be the best hospital around. You know no, what I mean? Sure was, man. Sure was. Yeah, but now I don't know what happened. You know, now that I guess the best one is somewhere else. So obviously, it's not celebration. <laughs> Three hours just to give me, you know, antibiotics and to go home. Oh, that's oh, my, my pal right there. <laughs> oh my! And yeah. Know, so they didn't even go up that's in your mouth. Pain. Nobody cut nothing. Well, the lady looked at it, and then she hit it with the stick, you know, open your mouth. I put the stick in there. She put the stick in there, hit my tooth. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Made it hurt worse. And then just gave me, here, take some uh, Moltrin, and we'll send the antibiotics to the public. Pick it up. That's it. (laughs) Damn. Wow. Yeah, mouth swollen jaw like a golf ball, man. Damn, so you you talking to us? You, you, You on these antibiotics right now? Oh, yeah, I'm good now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm good now. That, yeah, I'm good. Cool. Oh, See that, people? Good. Science. <laughs> science. Mm-hmm. Bro, there's nothing like, there's nothing like uh, mouth pain, like tooth pain like that. There's, uh, it just, it, there's nothing yeah. to compare to it. I don't know. It's, it's horrible. I, I had to get a tooth taken out, like a wisdom tooth taken out like two years ago. And um, I thought I was going to die. That was the first time I heard that. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, oh, why does my head hurt so much? I don't know what's happening yeah. anymore. So yeah, yeah, no, that's that that that's rough to deal with. But um, yeah, it was bad. But um, let but. me uh, let me let me let me give this the stage to to you and Ross because well, hold on, we gotta go to Sinister Six now. Yeah, he's ready to the story. And I already know the answer. I already know the answer to the first question, but we go we go we go roll with it anyways. I think I'm gonna oh, ask the first two. We'll see. So, uh, all right, Sinister Six. You know, what I'm saying we ask these questions of uh, of all our guests the first time they're on, and uh, let's see if you can survive, my G. It's gonna be six questions. Just go ahead all and right. answer. You will not be judged. It's just an opportunity for the listeners to get to know who you are and judge you based on these questions. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, first question: Bigger Pac. Oh man, of course, big. Big. I know. I know, I know it's big. I know. <laughs> I know. Big. What about uh, what shows are you streaming right now? Well, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. you know, the new season. Um, also, I've been watching Chicago Fire. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Which season are you on? I'm on season six right now. I know they got nine out, but I'm on season six. Okay, okay. Now, Chicago see, Fire. Yo, it's, yeah, it's, it's, good. On, it's on NBC. <laughs> My my wife yes. got me. My wife got me on that. Um, oh, it's one of the hospital shows. One of the yo, no, no, Chicago is a firefighter show. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Oh, 
so, you'll yeah. get trapped into it. You, you watch yeah. it. You, you're gonna get. You're gonna get into it. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry. I, 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 I already, uh, I already disclosed to everybody that my man is a hater. So yeah, oh. I, I, listen, <laughs> you know nothing, that that's been disclosed as of last week at the very least. So yeah. nothing will ever compare to like ER. All right, that's all I gotta say. The original. Mm, ER was ER. in Chicago too. Yep, yep. It yeah, compares. it compares. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> good. It got all the drama. Chicago's just full of drama. Definitely, Roscoe. Back to back to question number three. Um, what song is played on your playlist? Oh man, I got a lot of woo. I listen to still all the old woo stuff. Um, Okay, okay. New, like the only new person that I've been listening to is Key Glock. You know who Key Glock is? Nah, you gonna have to put me on. Okay, Mr. Glock. Yeah. (laughs) All right, all right. So then, so it's a lot of woo. Is it like? Tell Shorty he ain't got to go to summer school these days. Type of woo? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. <laughs> Wu-Tang is for the children. He ain't got to go to summer school. He got all the education you need there here. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Bong, bong. I got you. All right, son. Um, yeah. Dogs or cats? Oh, dogs. All day. All yeah, day. I got a dog. Hot or cold? Uh, cold. Okay, okay. All right, last question. Beer or cocktail? Beer. Beer, definitely. Beer. All right. Congratulations. I'm a beer man. All right. (laughs) Survive the Sinister Six. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Hold on. I got to get them with the the, real quick. (laughs) (laughs) It's a celebration. That's what's up. All right, man. Let's get into it, man. The moment everybody's been waiting for. Let me, let me. He's ready. You know what I'm saying? Come on, Mr. Baker, talk to me, man. What's up? Everybody well, well, know what on, I said. Hold on, hold on. Actually, actually, so, so he's here because did, did you already kind of, uh, kind of give everybody the. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. The beginning, yo. All I had right, said right, some right, things a yeah, couple yeah, episodes yeah. ago. Then my man hit me. He was like, yo, what's up, man? You trying to sully my name? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Keep him in there. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I didn't say it like that. I think you hit me to talk about the 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 the, the D block versus Dipset battle. Oof, oof. <laughs> oh, oh, word. And, and then I was like, "Yo, you know, I, you know, I've been, you know, I was dragging your name." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I dragged your name, yeah. right?" <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, was, no, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Yeah, I think that that whole thing was. I think I borrowed it, and I was gonna make some copies of it because. Mad people, as soon as I borrowed it, they're like, yo, you got this life after death? Yo, come on, let me get a copy. <laughs> We're making copies at Wu-Tang Mike's crib. I don't know if you remember Wu-Tang Mike out there. <laughs> Wu-Tang. Of course, Wu-Tang. Yeah, Wu-Tang Mike, the Egyptian cat from in oh, Indian Wells. Oh, in Indian Wells. Yeah, yeah, like Indian yeah. Wells, like five thirty-five. You know what? You know yes. what? We're gonna, we're gonna say yes. his whole government name too, Mike Rogers. I know exactly who you're talking. About. Mike Rogers. There we go. <laughs> yes, yes. So we was over there, and I was making the copies, but his dad used to come home and flip out on everybody. Oh, like so he used to go nuts. Yeah, well, in the house over there at Wu Tang Mike's crib, and his dad came home and went crazy on everybody. I think I just left that shit there because Mike never said anything about it after that. Like. <laughs> We can't come over there no more. All this shit. I'm like, oh no, bro. What do you mean? But what do you mean his dad would go crazy? It's just yo, his pop was wild, son. Yeah, his wild. Yo, nah, like 
his pop was on some other stuff like it's back then. I know. Now I feel bad. Ask, well, you know, there's a lot of people named like that in these United States, so I don't feel bad. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his pop was wild, son, because. Cause my man, my man lived. My man had his mom. She lived in Ian Wells, and then he lived. Right, in, right. He lived. His pop lived in. Uh, back, it was what it was. Wood something back in the day. Oh yeah, that's right. Woodside. Woodside. There you go. It was Woodside. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Old Kissimmee days. Yes. So, yeah. so his pops lived in an apartment over there, right? And um, right. Yeah, his dad was just wilding, bro. Mhm. Mm yeah. So that's what happened, man. I think I left it over there, and. uh Pops trip, man. We couldn't go. I mean, it was unbelievable. That was so crazy back in the day, man. Yeah, so I've been like, holding yeah. all this animosity towards you since like 1997, 1997. Oh, damn. <laughs> For no reason. Ah, but we chilled after that, too. So, you, you know. Was, I, was, I was harboring some feelings, though. I was like, damn. Oh, cool. man. This motherfucker just I passed think, me the blunt, but. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I, I think we was, uh, we played Mortal Kombat when you stayed in Emerald Green. Yeah, he said, "Come through." <laughs> we did. For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm dying here this whole time. Yeah, so, you remember? So you know you all think? the Ross. What, what did you think happened? He just uh, that Ross. Oh, he just, just took my shit, bro. That he just that <laughs> he just took my shit, and I was like, Damn. nah. Cause you know that he's he's that's my man. I'm cool with him, but damn, he really. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna take the L, you know, cause that's my man. But damn, he really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit! Yeah, and yeah, I remember, nah. and, you know, what was funny? What was funny? It was I forgot who. I mean, yo, we were like ninth grade, yo. <laughs> that's yeah. like ninth, maybe tenth grade, and um, right. and um, I was like, I, I I think I brought it to school. I brought it to school, and then somebody was like, "Yo, you, 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 you brought." I was like, "Yeah, you know, you know, ninth grade, just, you over here showing off. Yo, I brought the CD, blah blah blah." Yeah. And so, um, and so, um, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, let Roscoe hold it. I'm gonna let Roscoe hold it." And somebody was like, "You gonna let Roscoe hold it? Nah, don't let Roscoe borrow it." Oh man, they put me out there like that. <laughs> they did. They did. They did. I'm like, nah, don't let Roscoe borrow it. And then I. Did oh that. man. And then I never saw it again. <laughs> Yeah, little. Uh, little yeah, that, I, guess, I guess I'm gonna go after Wu Tang Mike now. I gotta find him wherever he is. Yeah, I haven't seen him in forever, but yeah, that's. I remember trying to make copies, and then trying to put like extra songs on there from Napster, <laughs> and like make make a dope CD, make CD, bring it to school. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. didn't work out that way though. Oh my. <laughs> Didn't work I'm out. Right, I'm right, I'm gonna let name. you live. Damn. I, I want to know how Wu Tang Mike got that name. I mean, the obvious is. Oh, because he was all about yo. So we were all about Wu yes. in the day. <laughs> yep. Like, all about Wu. Like I, Wu I mean, Crew. Yeah, we were, that's right. We called ourselves the Wu Crew. Matter of fact. Yep. Matter of fact, in one of our classes, Roscoe, Roscoe literally put a Wu Tang <laughs> sign on my backpack. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I held on to that backpack oh. a little much longer than it could survive. Just because of that word, yeah. Word, yeah. Everybody used to get me to draw woo, you know, woo shit on the on the backpacks and shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. Roscoe I still got some guy, memorabilia. Roscoe, the guy drawing on people's uh, the that brown part, the leather part on the backpacks. Oh man, I do the whole backpack. The they wanted me to <laughs> <laughs> tag oh, it all up. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's For right. Real. You used to tag, right? What was uh? Yeah, yeah. The bomb squad. <laughs> The Bomb Squad, MDR, yeah, my daily routine, the Bomb Squad, that was me, Ruben, and uh, his brother, a couple other cats. 
that was doing all that, you know, Mike Jones. You remember Mike Jones? Yeah, I remember Mike. Yeah, the the white Mike Jones. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, but yeah, we used to just tag shit up, you know. Wow, how do you uh, how do you feel about? I mean, I don't know if you if so. Well, you probably haven't heard about this because it's a, it's happening up here where I'm at. It's kind of in my neighborhood a little bit, a little bit north mm-hmm. of Orlando, like North Orlando, Ivanhoe area. Uh, there's okay. like this mural that they uh, that like they got some they got some some corny vanilla local painter to paint up some uh, like some trains, you know, like a train coming. Right. I don't know because it's like by by uh, by the railroad tracks up there. Right. Well, I guess uh, a couple months ago, or I forget, maybe a month ago or so. Um, some kids got up in there because it's not well lit, and I don't know why. You just you know, it's it's a good spot to tag, and they tagged yeah. <laughs> they tagged that mural, but they didn't tag up like the whole mural. They tagged up like the train cabooses, like the train. Oh, <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> that's dope. I mean, that's cool. I I like that kind of shit, but you know, the, and obviously the city don't like it. But that's yeah, cool. Now that it's a good idea. Different. Thank exactly. you. So yeah, so I said the same thing. I was like, man, that's pretty creative that they would tag the train carts or the train carts right. on the painting. You know what I mean? And like, you know, white. You know, half of all vanilla white Orlando was like, oh my god, I was just garbage. But thing <laughs> was, you know, those same people that are saying that are the same ones mm-hmm. that are driving down four hours to to get to Winwood and take pictures with all the graffiti down there. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, and it's art. It's art. But um, yeah, I, I would like to see Orlando. Uh, kind of work more, or the city just work more with uh with graph artists and bring right. some of that because I think that's like a big kind of a tourist destination, kind of like a hip place to go, right? Like Winwood, like uh, young kids are going there, everyone's going there to see the art. Why not have like an Orlando version of that up here and let right. and let these kids, you know, tag up and graph up like a, a certain section and and kind of do their thing that to, to show what Orlando has. I don't know. Exactly. I, I mean, did you when because i mean i guess you know you were you're you're an art i'm gonna call you an artist because you were an artist uh, right like how how did it feel back in our day kind of not being able to maybe find like a i guess a safe space right or a place to be yeah. Able to yeah, what was your outlet stuff. how did you go about doing yeah. your thing the spots that we usually you know would be like you said hidden because we couldn't really tag up nowhere or they didn't have the spots that like you're saying the safe spot to do it now they are in Kissimmee. If you have noticed, if you go down downtown Kissimmee, they got a bunch of murals and paintings yeah. that they're putting up, you know what I'm saying, that look pretty good. But it's not really graffiti nah. kind of art, you know what I mean? But we used to just tag up spots, like, under under the train, where the train goes over there off of Clay Street, like a little concrete spot. We would hit that up or, you well, know. Overpass, yeah. The overpass, exactly, like that. And then, you know. Just stuff like that, but we didn't really have no. We didn't. We didn't really tag up anything crazy though. Nothing super big where a lot of people can see it. I kind of wish we did, but I'm not. Would, would you? Would you go back and do it all over again and, and and try to tag a big spot? Oh yeah, if they let me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not trying to go to jail. You feel me? I think the statute of limitations is up for what I did before, so I'm yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, you know, I got pulled over and they were like, I got pulled over. I forgot why I had the light on the on the uh, truck. The tag light was out. So they pulled me over. They asked me, 
everything was all good. And he was like, oh, do you go by any nicknames? Is your nickname Spaz? I was like, Spaz? That's from the graffiti days. That's one of my homeboy's nicknames. <laughs> it wasn't mine's. Mine's was Styles. It was crazy. I couldn't believe he brought that up. I'm like, Spaz? <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. It happened. I was like, wow, this is unbelievable that they uh, know whatever. this. I'll yeah, but it's all good. on your ass if you don't let me go, cop. Ah! Exactly. I'm going to do the Dave Chappelle and chop him in the neck and dip him. Got the bitch. Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? That was the best. Oh, man. That's funny. That's Yo. funny. That was oh great. My God. That was great. All right. Well, before we let you go, I got a quick question, my G. Um, you, know, you mentioned you mentioned the Wu Tang, the Wu Tang days. You mentioned that you know you listen to Key Glock and whatnot. Like, how you feel about the scene right now in terms of hip hop? Like, I know you got like a lot of mainstream artists that are doing their thing, but at the same mm -hmm. time, like you know, we we talked about. I mean, shit. You see that people like Jada Kiss and even Cameron still have a lane. In, in this day and time, like, what's what's your view on the whole thing? How you feel? Yeah, I like where it's going now, especially after the verses with Jada Kid or the Locks versus Dipset. Now, younger generation can see that spitting freestyle is where it's at. You know, yeah. lyrics because yeah. everybody thought everybody thought Dipset was gonna actually win that because you know it's Dipset. They got hood anthems stuff like that, but the Locks been doing it for. You know, I don't know how many years since like ninety, what ninety four, something yeah. like that. Yeah, when you know, the they got exactly. They got songs with Big Puff, everybody, and then when Jada killed Mariah it, Mariah Carey. <laughs> yes, Mariah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm -hmm. and when Jada killed it, it's like, wow, okay, that's lyrics, and that's what a real showman is for hip hop. You know, what I'm saying spitting bars. So, I mean, I like where the hip hop's going, especially with the new couple new artists. You know, what I'm saying. Just trying to bring back older stuff too. Yeah, that's it. It's so, all, I mean, it's always been about bars. So, you know, we kind of lost it. Kind of lost its way there for for a sec. Yeah. But, um, it's yeah. A comeback of sorts. So you think in Jada Kiss kind of you think in the, that versus and everybody seeing that kind of a uh, well. All right. So this is what I'm thinking. I don't think that many young people saw it. Right. I think it's a lot of old heads talking about it. Or yeah, like, I... across the hip hop spectrum. Young cats kind of saw it too. Yeah, young cats seen it. They they seen what it was, you know, because versus. I mean, everybody's gonna watch versus young, old. You know what I'm saying? New yeah. hip hop, new people to hip hop, and everything. Once they seen him do that, like how he just freestyle two songs. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's, it's that's hip hop him. right there. Yeah, yeah he buried him actually. Yeah, because. Dipset wasn't doing none of that. <laughs> they were all over the stage. Like, oh man, who fell off? Cameron was so mad. Uh, no, Jim he Jones. Yeah, yeah so he, off, but he, he said he said he was going after a chain or something. Oh, yeah, we had so many people on the stage. Who knows? The chain's gone quick. Yeah, but yeah, especially with, and then when DMX passing too with the mm -hmm. hip hop people went back into his album his, all his albums started listening to younger generation you know what i mean yeah. and it just made it it's, it's it's gonna it's gonna be good you know coming up but i'm tired of that mumble rap stuff the same sound like i don't listen to that really at all yeah, yeah i feel you on that i can't it's <laughs> nothing to vibe too mm -mm. they got good production like their their yeah. quality is 
through the roof. Right. But yeah, it is. Content, it's not, you know, it's, 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 it is what it is, I guess, you know? Yeah, they're talking the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That was perfect. Man. Ross, any, uh, Ross, <laughs> you got any follow up questions? Well, no, no follow up questions. I, I just want to apologize. <laughs> you want to interrogate him some more about any? Interrogate him some more about any other CDs? Maybe? Yo, no. Oh man, no, because that, that was it. I, and I and I mentioned I mentioned Roscoe. I was like, yo, I had the one that first came out. You know what I'm saying? So Word. when the first came out was like just the songs. And um, you know that was like around the time when around the time when they were advertising both the Life After Death CD and the Hell Up in Harlem CD that was coming out from Puff, and then oh. after, and then after he died, Puff changed the name to his album from of his album to No Way Out, and then, No Way Out, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then they re-released the the Life After Death CD. And then with the, the re-release, they had like the last interview he did with Joe Claire and all that, like at the end of disc one. And I was like, yo, the first CD I had didn't even have that. It was like an original. But you know, all these years, bro, yeah. like, yo, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a hotline Roscoe about that. <laughs> you should have, man, you should have been him, yo, man. I swore I seen you at the DMA. Like I said, the Legends concert. I might have been seeing you at the Woo, you know, when uh, Raekwon came to like uh, no, Taboo. He was, was out there. Yeah, I think I see it. Ray came. We was out there. Yeah, yeah, I, I was out, out there. there. Yeah, I was out with you, so I with Marvin. Yeah, I was there at Taboo, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it was at the no, Beachum. No, no, it was uh, the Beachum. No club. It's Club Five Seven Eight now, but it was like Firestone. <laughs> Firestone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. That's where I see Met. Yeah, I see Met and Red over there too when they came. Oh wow, that would yeah. be a good show to see. Yeah, that was dope. That was that Firestone. But yeah, I think I seen you over there though at the Ray concert. So but at the DMX thing, I know I definitely seen Raw going down the yeah. stairs with a with, with a whole crew. Yeah, I was yeah, there yeah. with my wife and I was out there. I was out there. Who was like yeah. six or seven deep? Yeah. Yeah. And DMX was the last cat, right? Yeah, he so was. So we was yeah, in was. the front yeah. row. Was, we got crazy. down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me and my wife got down to the front row because remember it was all standing up. Everybody could stand up. Yeah. So when DMX was doing his song, he took off the brown shirt. My girl got it. She got the shirt still right now. Oh, the brown shirt DMX got it. I promise. It's on video and everything. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I hope I don't smell like cracking pit bulls. <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't. He sprayed. He must have sprayed some cologne on there. But it, I was like, oh man, yo, that, you got his shirt. She yeah, like, yo. man. The X Man was late. X Man. Yeah. Late. He was high. Yeah, he was like two hours late. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was definitely lit. <laughs> wow. He was high, but you know the brother. The brother had a problem. The brother had a problem. Yeah, I know. I know. Damn, but, y'all saw DMX, huh? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's sick. He did good. He did good though. Yeah, no, he, he he did he did his thing. I don't know what he I was doing for that. Why didn't I go to that, Ross? Why didn't I get no invite, Ross? You probably oh, no. did, bro. What happened? You probably did, bro. Yeah, I know. You're probably right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you, know, you know you don't come, you know you don't come to that side of the hood. Uh, I mean, I can't, or, you know, I can't now. Semi bound. Yeah, he he'll be, be coming to Osceola County, bro. Uh, well, Osceola. <laughs> I'm there. I'm, I'm there when I need to be. I'm there. Well, he don't be coming to Osceola, man. You know, what I'm saying? there when yeah. I need to be. Ain't, ain't nobody really invite me out there. That's the thing. So mm. you know, 
That's what it is. Yeah. Let me get a real yeah. invite. I'll be out there. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. We got to get this first. All right, yo. All right, man. Yo, Mr. Mr. Roscoe, thank you for coming yeah. through. Thank you for imparting us with your with your presence, dropping knowledge no. about the game. No Put me on to Mr. Key Glock. I'm going to check him out. Word. Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. do that. Any, Yo. Uh, any quick shout outs? Roscoe? Yeah, you got any quick shout outs, Roscoe? Oh, no. Shout out to Kissimmee. MDR, there we go. MDR, my daily routine, the bomb squad, Ross. Hey, <laughs> the Wu legendary Wu crew, <laughs> Alvin Ruiz. Wow. <laughs> you know that's who told me not to let you borrow the CD. Oh, uh, Alvin, yeah, man, he used to live right by. He used to borrow each other's CDs. Come on, he used to take my games. Yeah, Alvin used to take my video games. All that. Yeah, yeah, my man, Al. Yo, the Outrigger days. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Outrigger. Yeah, oh, yeah. Too funny. Too funny. Yeah, man. Roscoe, thanks, thanks for being on, Roscoe, and clearing up the air about that story. Yeah, thank you, Roscoe. Thank you very much, no problem, sir. bro. Worries, man. Yo, take it easy, my brother. All right, bro. Yeah, hit me up, man. I'll holla at y'all. Nah, man, Yo, please. Perfect, perfect. Tell all your friends about the show, all right? <laughs> I will, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, oh too good. All right. Peace. Peace. We'll be back after a short break. Well, it won't be that long for y'all anyway. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be back. We might have an illustrious guest with us. We might not. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we should have somebody. We'll be all right. All right, go, go. (laughs) We'll be back. Stay tuned, guys. Peace. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Ricky. You beat Ross on here. I did. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> Maybe he's making a drink. Yeah, he is. He's making a drink. <laughs> he's, I'm a pretty, uh, he's like making a drink, and I think he let his dog out. Oh, well, you got to give that dog some time. Yeah, I feel you. What do you have, cats <laughs> still or no? No, I have no cats. I have a hedgehog. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Pineapple. Yes. Good yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Whatever. Cats. Whatever. I mean, she does eat cat food, though, so. That's disgusting. Well, actually, cat food is better than dog food. Dog food has too much fat in it. I don't know why a hedgehog would eat any of that food. I thought they ate, like, pellets and le- no, lettuce No, they don't eat pellets. In, real, in, in the wild, they eat insects. And I'm just not really interested in feeding her live worms and insects. Yeah, but that's what that's what she likes, right? That's what they're well for. in the wild. But she also really likes lettuce, and my vet tells me that there's no reason why she should like lettuce. So uh, I don't know if that's good. Like I think she likes the crunch. She also likes cheese, and she shouldn't like yeah, cheese because she's lactose intolerant. Crunches like a bug crunches. So that's she also hurts. she likes a, a little lick here and there, some Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, you don't. You do not feed that hedgehog alcohol. She likes white wine. Stop <laughs> it! I'm not kidding. She likes Just white stop wine. Stop it! That's like that's not healthy. Just one lick. 
I don't know. One lick, you know? <laughs> yeah, to something <laughs> that small. Yeah. It's like oh, a, it's brother. like a it's like a shot for her. Oh, brother. Yeah. Anyways, she, she likes mango. Oh, brother. She grapes, doesn't like cut trash up grapes. melon, aka honeydew or cantaloupe. Yeah. Trash. Anyways. Melon. Yeah, whatever. Crash melon, trash melon, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Whack melon. Welcome, everybody, back to the second half of the show. Everybody's already uh, listened to the first half, so this is the second half now. Little little radio magic. Not even radio. I guess uh, listening magic. That's how old I am. <laughs> yep. The, Do you want the radio, to tell the radio anybody was... who I am? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? So, Do you want to tell anybody who I am? Yeah, we've got Emily, our <laughs> esteemed uh, a resident attorney on the show. Esteemed hedgehog owner. Esteemed, yeah, who feeds it alcohol, apparently, which you shouldn't. Just but Once in a while, she gets one lick. Oh, God. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ross, uh, apparently her, her hedgehog or drinks wine. Just white wine. Oh, okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's America, baby. <laughs> it's America. And uh, let's not forget that we are talking to uh, an illustrious attorney known across the land, <laughs> but mostly within the District of Columbia. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, um, give us uh, give us your wows and pals since uh, we got everyone else's wows and pals. But oh, no. what were your, your wows and pals for the week? I didn't, you know, I honestly didn't think you were going to ask because that's first segment, not second segment. No, that's uh, that's uh, we got to, uh, you know, everyone's got to got to know how your week went. That's right, homie. That's the okay. moment you come people, in. People are interested. I've had people tell me they like when you're on the show. I had someone I, tell me that like two weeks ago. I see. All right. You've already so you've already heard the story, so you can make me say more. I think my uh, pal was going to Wisconsin and spending time oh, with yeah. my yes, very racist father. Please tell Ross. <laughs> and then and then my wow was coming home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah, you know. Can I Her hear dad, a little uh, more? Can I hear a little more about this wow though? Her dad, her dad's got a got. Her dad has like this mammy, the uh, porcelain. What are those things called? Yeah, yeah. That I think that's right. I think that's the right. Like word. kitchen, kitchen ornament thing. I don't even know. Yeah, she's just sitting on the kitchen shelf. I got you. She got she got the whole bandana wrapped mm. around her head. Yeah, she's mm. uh very plump. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure the paint was just black. But no, wildly racist, wildly like like losing it to the point in which it sounds like Tourette's. Uh, he's very upset about his lesbian neighbors and his gay friends, and so he walks around muttering to himself about his pride bomb. Oh. Uh, it was really a lot. It was a lot. And uh, Saturday, I kind of lost it on him and. He, oh, the other piece of it is he never stops listening to gospel music. 24-7, it's on. <laughs> when, it's terrible. You know who she, who she reminded me of when she said that, Ross? 
One second, BRB. Uh-oh, There's a doggy, oh, he's There's a doggy in the background. Dog. Well, my, my mom would always just listen to straight, like, old-timey gospel music on, yeah. unlike the, uh, like, the Christian station down here that was, like, for, like, racist rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty well, much. that's him. Oh, and my so, goodness. Uh, you know, on Saturday night, I kind of lost it on him about what a poor example of a Christian he is for hating all of his neighbors and judging everybody. I have returned. Uh, hello. Back with the dog. <laughs> yeah, dogs were fighting. I was trying to avoid a, a calamity, a catastrophe. But you know what? That's just how it is around these parts. Yep. Suffice to say, it was a uh, not a great weekend with a racist. Oh. There are good re- weekends with racists. <laughs> this is not one of them. And, well, I was, uh, I was, I was saying Ross how her dad. She was saying how her dad only straight listens to gospel music, and uh, I was saying it reminds me of my mom. I was about to say I got family members like that <laughs> who just listen to like. How, how would you describe like that? That what was that old station like? Uh, Z eighty eight point three. Nah, not Z ninety one point one. Is it? No, nah, I don't think it's ninety. Was it ninety one point one? I don't know, but it was 91? one of those like they had the old town preacher. 91.7 or something, and it was just like those old, like, uh, oh man, yeah, man, that old rugged cross, yes, yes, yeah, no, all weekend. The Warry Warthog song, you guys ever hear that one? Nah, but I probably have, I just didn't know that was so that's why it was called, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, which, mm. which for me. <laughs> I'm talking about my mom posthumously here. But yo, my mom used to be like so down with like as far as like musically, you know, she didn't care in terms of like secular, Christian, whatever. And then but she hit a certain age and then she flipped like, nah, you can't be listening to this secular music. It's gotta be something that's gonna edify your soul. I was like, what you what? What that yeah. white Jesus? <laughs> That's what he did too, but then he got real, real racist on top of it. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I did, you know, I did actually think of you guys this weekend because uh, I was at a brewery in middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, mm. and there was live music, and they played that song you guys were talking about the other week. Come, Mister Tallyman, Tallyman, and they were nothing but white people fucking dancing to it. No, can, you, you, can, you, can you run back those lyrics for me, please? No. <laughs> that was great. I not. But I leaned over to my stepmother and I said, all these white people hate all the immigrants picking bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she laughed. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's good. That's that was good. my weekend. And then when I landed in D.C., my Lyft driver, she picked me up. She had a like a headdress on and I got in and I was like, Oh God, I'm so glad to be back in DC. And I'm so glad you're not picking up my father right now. Cause <laughs> he probably wouldn't have gotten in the car. Ooh. So. Oh, he's gangster like that. Yeah. So I mean, I don't now, know. I don't know how gangster he is though. Cause Emily did tell me he was helping them. The Mexican neighbor learn how to use her. Lawnmower, <laughs> her lawnmower, right? lawnmower, yeah. yeah. For like 45 minutes or whatever. Yes. So. And then we watched her drive it around the backyard for quite a while. <laughs> in, uh, 
It's a whole thing. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at some porcelain mammies right now. Ugh, bruh. I got I got one. I have one holding a white baby. Max. So well, you can send the one I sent you. I'm about to. I'm looking for it right now. So I can send it Max. to him right now. Oh, uh, my. oh my. She's very plump. They yes. usually are, though. That's that's the stereotype, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The archetype, rather. That's the archetype. She might even be mm. sitting on a chair. I'm not really sure. No, oh, she's not sitting. Does that's she have an apron on? on? Oh, yeah. I'm, yep. I got you right now. Of course. Of course she has got a you right. Yeah. Oh, that's the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on. There are just so many to choose from. No, that's <laughs> not even like that. No, but there are. That's my point. Yeah, there are. Yeah, but that one's sitting on top of my dad's kitchen. Oh. Casually. Let's see here. Let's see here. It shouldn't take you that long. It's in the photo. Yeah, there we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> and I got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not as dark as that cow. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's super racist. No, it, it's it. real. It's real. Casually sitting out. Mm. Yep. Yep. Well, you know. Is there a way to face shop, Photoshop your faces onto the cow and like, <laughs> oh, the kittens below were cut off. Never mind. <laughs> Photoshop your, Photoshop your face below. on Mandy. <laughs> Ooh. No, no. <gasps> yes, that's that was just my too funny. Mm. Well, what, what? Well, you went over there. You were you, your plan was to spend some quality time with your pops. Not quality time. It was more or less to like buy me some time. Okay. The last time I saw him was 2019. He came to DC. It was a disaster because he shouldn't be allowed in public. So I mm. thought it would be better to go see him out there. Right on. Um, right on. And uh, not much better. <laughs> right, Except I, I don't have to see those people on a daily basis. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're glad you're back uh, to civilization, and we're glad you don't have to look at any crazy porcelain mammy. Uh, <laughs> oh, so bad. Yeah. So bad. Mm, mm. Well, yeah. we do have you here, Em. Yep. Let's get into it, I guess. <laughs> and uh, I, I I don't I mean I, I'm trying to see see what I want to well real quick because you are here and I don't know if I, we missed some news uh, a week or two ago with the Britney Spears conservatorship stuff. Oh, so she's not free, right? The, no, just because like her dad's away, like not part of it, and her sister. Well, uh, her dad's still part of it. He's asking to step down, and so I think there's got to be some sort of transition plan on like who's taking over. Okay. So he's not so, officially out. So someone still has to take over. And uh, Does he get to pick a successor? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually, that's a very good question, and I don't know the answer. I imagine that he wants some say over who uh, succeeds him, but I think he's uh, feeling a little too vulnerable right now, so mm. he's asked to step down. Mm. Right yeah. on. He's going to yeah. be the puppet master. Yeah, and it she definitely has more autonomy over her Instagram now. She's been posting like a bunch of like weird ass dance pics. videos. 
Oh, well, she's been posting. No, no, the dance videos have been going on for years. But she's been posting these like topless photos, and then people got concerned, and then she posted, say like, "No, I'm not being coerced. I'm actually doing this because I'm free." Like, you know. Oh yeah, she's like, she's like, I mean, they're not topless. She's like covering herself, but. Well, she is topless, and then her yeah. hands are covering herself. Yes. They look so. Those pictures look so bad. Well, she looks handy. I would say they're in the same aesthetic as everything else she's been posting the past couple years. They're almost always outside by a tree or on her balcony. Yeah, but she just her makeup always looks like it's a day old. Yes. Well, you know she she ain't got the Kardashian treatment, you know. Yeah. Not yet. Oh well, what I meant <laughs> what I meant was, you know, they got all kinds of people working on their image in terms of uh, yeah. photoshopping and whatnot. They have staff. Yeah. yeah. You know, her bank, her bank account, well, her allowance doesn't allow. Yeah, her allowance. Yeah. She her has allowance. a she she has NDAs for for guys that she meets and hooks up with. Brittany. Yeah. Well, she's been with the same boyfriend for years now. She wants to have babies with him. Ew. I think his name is Sam something. He's a male model. What's wrong with her wanting to have babies, Saul? Nah, nothing. But where are her babies now? <laughs> With Kevin Federline. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and, and like Emily said earlier in the conversation, she's like, there's a reason for that. Yeah. No, there is. Like, here's the deal. I, I think that the conservatorship is very oppressive and she doesn't need to be a part of it. Sure and she should have Agreed. some autonomy on her money. Like we said last time, let her build some shark tanks if she wants and piss away her money. It's her money. Yes. yes. But there is a reason that she does not have custody of her children. Um, and I feel for her because there's been a lot of pressure on her throughout her life. Um, and that cannot be easy to deal with. Um, and I do think she probably does have some mental health disorders that require ongoing treatment. Does that mean she needs to forcibly have an IUD inserted? Absolutely not. Like, you know, there 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 are levels here of what she needs in terms of treatment. Um, but I do think, I mean, armchair psychologist, which I'm not supposed to be, I do see some mania in her. Um, and uh, that doesn't mean she can't have children. Like, she just needs to be treated appropriately. Um Lots of people with mental health disorders have children. Facts. <laughs> and they're allowed to spend their money however they want. That's so. a fact as well. Yeah, that's wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, she should definitely just be able to do whatever she wants. Who cares? Yeah, I just it's can't. her money. It's yeah, her I money. just can't. I can't. It, it's just crazy that people could do that to somebody. I guess yeah. I think that's what everyone's more like kind of still surprised by. Um, it reminds me of that story. I don't know if, if you guys know, have heard about that story about like the uh, she was like the wealthiest uh, African-American like woman back in uh, Jesus. Was it like the early 1900s? I think like her dad or her family or something became free, like a free slave the land they were on struck oil. Uh, was that in Oklahoma as well? Was that what it was? I'm what asking. Was, uh, let me see. 
I'm trying to see if I can. Uh... So, yeah. All right. So her name was Sarah Rector. And she was, uh... oh, and up the Muskegee Creek Nation as well. So she was best known for being the richest colored girl in the world. Oh. And then they took all of her money from her. What's that? And then they took all of her money from her? They tried. (laughs) That's the best part. Like, they tried. So she was born in 1902 in an all-black town of of Taft in Oklahoma. Yeah, you're right, Ross. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, it was Indian Territory. She had five siblings. Her parents, Rose McQueen. And uh, her dad was Joseph uh, Rector. They were descendants of African people who had been slaves owned by the Muskegee Creek Nation, Creek Indians before the Civil War. So we're talking about Native Americans owning slaves, huh? Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. Anyways, uh, oil struck, I guess. Um, they were, I'm trying to see the parcel allotted to Sarah Rector was located in Glenpool. Uh, her and her family, that's where like her and her family lived. It was considered inferior in fertile soil, not suitable for farming. And uh, with better land being reserved for white settlers and members of the tribe, the family lived simply but not in poverty. However, the $30 annual property tax on Sarah's parcel was such a burden that her father petitioned the Muskegee County Court to sell the land. His petition was denied because of certain restrictions placed on the land, so he was required to continue paying the taxes. Mm. They want that <laughs> money. And then, and then all they find the... out they're loyal there. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then all of a sudden, there's oil there. Uh, let's see. They'll go over this expense in 1911. Uh, Joseph Rector uh, leased Sarah's parcel to the Standard Oil Company. Uh, in 1913, independent oil driller B.B. Jones drilled a well on the property, which produced a gusher, in quotes, gusher. <laughs> that began to bring in 2,500 barrels of oil a day. Mm. Oh, oh, my goodness. So, wait, how they try to take her money away? Well, on. Rector began to receive a daily income of $300 from this strike. The law at the time required full-blooded Indians, black adults, and children who were citizens of Indian territory with significant property and money to be assigned well-respected white guardians. (laughs) (gasps) (laughs) Yes. Thus, as soon as as Rector began to receive this windfall, there was a pressure to change Rector's guardianship from her parents to a local white resident named T.J. or J.T. Porter, an individual known to the family. Rector's allotment subsequently became part of the Cushing Drumright oil field, or Cushing Drumright oil field. And uh, she received royalties of, uh, in 1913, received royalties of $11,567. That's a lot of uh, money, yo. Yeah. So yeah, that's, what they, that's what they try to do. And this guy Thanks. definitely tried to take all that money. Uh, I'm sure he, because he also I'm sure he got a cut for being the, the management of the funds. Yes. And then <laughs> she was a millionaire by the time she had turned 18. She owned stocks, bonds, a boarding house, businesses and a 2000 acre piece of prime river bottomland bottomland. When did she die? Uh, let's see here. Later life. Uh, she died in 1967 at the age of 65. Huh. That's not even that. That's not even that long ago. Everybody. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. And yeah, but that's what it is. And the guy tried to whoever this JT guy or TJ guy. I remember reading about it. 
and he uh he definitely uh like swindled a lot of money, bought property in his own name because she couldn't own property in her name. This is how this is how much money she she got, and this is how she ended up getting to keep it. They went and changed her nationality to white. They put hey. a W there, where it says like race, mm-hmm. and that's how she was able to keep her money because law said that black people, African Americans, couldn't have money like that. Yo, shout out, shout out to whoever. Yo, shout out to Sarah Sarah Rector. Get it how you live. Yo. Do you think did she? <laughs> Was she somebody that like passed as white? No, no, like, not, not at all. And I'm looking nah. at a picture of her right now. Nah, yeah. no, she couldn't pass. Okay, nowhere close pass. to that. But get it how mm-hmm. you live. If it means you got a nationality, your race on paper, do what you got to do. Get your money, boo boo. So let's see here, and here it is. As news of Rector's wealth spread worldwide, she began to receive requests for loans, money gifts, and marriage proposals. Despite the fact that she was only 12 years old. Given her wealth in 1913, the Oklahoma legislature made an effort to have her declared white, allowing Rector to reap the benefits of her elevated social standing, such as riding in a first-class car on trains. Mm. What happened to her other siblings? Did she kill them uh, off? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. In 1914, the African-American Journal, the Chicago Defender, began to take an interest in Rector just as rumors began to fly that she was a white immigrant who was being kept in poverty. The newspaper published an article claiming that her estate was being mismanaged by her family and that she was uneducated and had a poor quality of life. This caused the National African, the National African American leader Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. Du Bois to become concerned about her welfare. Du Bois was concerned. Yeah. In June of that year, a special agent for the NAACP. James C. Waters Jr. sent a memo to Dubois or Dubois. Am I saying it right? Dubois? Nah, Dubois? He, he went by Dubois. Dubois, my bad. Regarding her situation, Waters had been uh, corresponding with the Bureau of Indian Affairs and the United States Children's Bureau over concerns regarding the mismanagement of Rector's escape. He wrote of her white financial guardian. Is it not possible to have her cared for in a decent manner and by people of her own race mm. instead of by a member of a race which would deny her and her kind the treatment accorded a good yard dog? Mm. Huh. Wow. Huh. Huh. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's the uh, second half turned into a history lesson here. For... All good. All good. Just remember, <laughs> just remember, Du Bois died in August. For Sarah Rector. Oh, really? Black August, my G. Black, Black August, August, baby. So yeah, so uh anyways, sorry so to take that whole left turn there. For yeah. women. <laughs> exactly. So that's why the whole conservator conservatorship or whatever with Britney Spears, I mean, and unfortunately this had a lot of like, I mean, just race was heavily involved in this, but Obviously, you can't yeah. ignore that it's also because she was a female. <laughs> yep. Yep. For sure. So it's been I happening. Mean, back forever. then, for sure, race was probably a bigger piece of it. But yeah, for sure, for uh, sure. Mm. Even still, it's yeah. yeah. Shout out for real to Sarah Rector. But um, yeah. So we'll see what happens with Brittany. Hopefully, everything gets okay. Um, speaking, of, you know what? Let's just continue on this. Uh, I guess on the topic of um, of women here, because I guess this affects a lot of women. Uh, now, what's going to happen with OnlyFans, I guess, right? Um, so I guess uh, OnlyFans is deciding to, 
like stop all their like pornographic or whatever sexually explicit all of stuff? their business <laughs> yo that's what i'm saying is it only fan like a porno <laughs> so like that's the thing and the thing is only fans is a content subscription service so like content creators earn money from users who subscribe to their content like the fans and it allows content creators to receive funding directly from their fans on a monthly basis as well as one-time tips and the pay-per-view feature so it's not necessarily like just for sex workers you get what I'm saying? Like, this is, uh, you know, if, if you're like, uh, maybe you, you're up and coming chef, right? You got some recipes at the house and you want to do like your own little cooking show. You can have an OnlyFans for that. Like, nah, it, but TikTok is free. Okay. Yeah. yeah, TikTok is free, but, you know, I don't want to be eating food out of a toilet bowl. Like, you know, Facts. or whatever. Like, whatever no, that's what I'm saying. So, so TikTok is free, but on the OnlyFans, you could be like, or you could do like a preview on TikTok and be like, yo, catch me on OnlyFans if you want yeah, the full people recipe. people aren't really paying for chefs on OnlyFans. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, Well, you never know that. You never know that. They might be. Listen. They okay. might be. Okay, wait. How, they're, how uh, OnlyFans is driving their business and collecting money, it's not from chefs on OnlyFans. You're absolutely why, right. So why is OnlyFans shutting that down? I, I mean, because I couldn't banks even won't tell lend you. to them. That again? The what? Banks aren't lending to them. Oh, banks don't want to be There's associated. There's a concern about the sexually explicit material on OnlyFans. Oh. There's an overlaying concern about coercion or human trafficking oh or is that, wow there's all that going consent, on yes etc and so the banks are saying we're not going to lend to you anymore yep they that's have a, why they're banning it they have a ton of users but they can't find any investors yeah and that's like really crazy and it sucks because I, you know I, i'm not making all the jokes about it like i you know I, I tweeted i was like well it's time for me to start my my content subscription service called Only Sex. <laughs> well, there's another there's another company called Just For Fans, which was like number two. They'll they'll all go to that site instead. I yeah, imagine. you know, but but it does stink because like you know all the like consensual sex workers whose like livelihood, like safety yeah. and bodily autonomy is like is impacted by this. Yep, you and know a what lot I mean. Of people went into it during the pandemic. Yeah, they went into that line of work because it's the oldest profession. (laughs) You had had teachers there. I would read stories about teachers on there, nurses, cops. No, (laughs) no. What is the what is what is the model of this show? Yo, get it how you live, baby. Uh Like it's just you know, but it's just it's funny and online you know you're seeing all the jokes like uh you know all the restaurants are about to get their servers back (laughs) 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 like all this stuff and i'm like oh my god i get it but it's just you know it it does suck because that's like yo that's listen i'm all for sex work i am i'm i'm like it should be legal it really should i i'm i'm a a a supporter of making it all 100 legal and safe and whatever you got to do like you know what? If if you don't like it, don't 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 do it. Don't buy it. Don't subscribe to it. Whatever it is, I don't care. But you know the fact that we could make something safer and regulate it a little bit, 
I'm all for that in the sense of like, hey, if you're gonna do this, like, what, like how how do they do it in a in Amsterdam? I'm not even sure, but I know definitely like a ton of tests are involved, right? Like uh, you've got to have so all sorts of paperwork and everything to be like a legal sex worker. So. Right. I mean, I will be interested to see if there's any sort of, I haven't seen it so far, but I'll be interested to see if there's any sort of discourse on strategies that OnlyFans could have implemented to keep sex workers safe and also assure the bankers that human trafficking wasn't occurring. That yeah, man, that's, that's tough. Like all that sort of stuff, because the next site's going to have the same problems. Um, and it behooves everybody to make sure that those protocols are followed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't know if them following those sort of protocols. Well, let me first say, I don't know what protocols OnlyFans already had in place, but I don't know if extra protocols would have satisfied the banks and investors. Um, but I think they got to figure that out because that's kind of the next step, no matter what site they go to. Mm. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens when all this, uh, uh, I guess, all this. No, starts. but I, that's a good point. Like, you have where quite possibly somebody is being coerced or forced or trafficked to be on this site. And that's, I don't know. Because at first I was like, hold on with sex but then emily brings up a good point i mean that's a good reason why people or these bankers don't want to invest in it i find it interesting though that they have no beef with like investing in you know prisons but (laughs) yes people are literally being coerced yeah Yeah, i mean I, i think it's one of those situations where if you you know once you get past all the bullshit arguments and you just get back to okay sex workers that is a profession that is going to be around forever. How do we make it safe for everybody? Like yeah. how do we put in those protections? Like once we get to that level of conversation, um, I'm pretty sure that everybody who is working in that profession does not want people trafficked, does not want people underage. Like, you know, like of course. all those things I imagine would be embraced by those individuals. Um, and, and again, I don't know what OnlyFans already had as far as protocols, but it, clearly they weren't enough for the financial industry. To be like, um, word, let's do it. Yeah, like, you know, someone's going to have to figure that shit out. It's not going away. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely not going it, away. Like maybe, I don't know, six months ago or so where some of those major porn sites like Pornhub and YouTube, YouPorn or whatever, like went through and removed everything that was yes. unverified. Yeah, they, they tried. There, they or did I don't something know. to like cleanse their system. Yeah, it was uh, weird. I don't know exactly what they did. I do know that during the pandemic last year, for sure, they were giving out free subscriptions for everybody. <laughs> Holla! You do know that. I see, <laughs> I see. You do know that. Okay. All I'm saying no, but, is, but I good looking out. A few months ago, they did something to remove underage or unverified amateurs or something to try to cut down. And, like, that's, I think, the kind of new wave that the industry needs to go into is, like, this industry is not going anywhere, but let's make it safe and, and healthy for everybody. You know. 
They should do that with the war on drugs, too. Well, then they would just end the war. That'd be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Then they would just legalize all drugs, as I'm an advocate for. Yeah, speaking of war. That's a conversation for another day. Yeah, for real. But uh, speaking of war, like, I I guess... (laughs) Afghanistan? Uh, I don't... I, I don't know what's I don't even know what to say about it because it's like the images that we're seeing that well that I've seen from coming from over there are are like heartbreaking and and the stories you hear um, you know about like these uh, like for like translators and, and, and people that helped out yeah uh, the military over there that like hey they're they're gonna get killed and you know this as for a fact. And and yeah. now all the bureaucracy and red tape and, and, and we can't help uh, the people that were helping like us. Um, so that that's the only way I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it as like, I can't believe we were there in the first place. I can't believe it happened like that. I can't believe all the, I just can't believe all the time. I, and unfortunately it's, it's Everyone's saying that it's wasted, right? But that's what they're trying to say. Like it wasn't time wasted. It wasn't time wasted. I don't know. Whatever. What do you I mean, what do you guys think think about this? What's going on? I don't I really don't know because it's you can't really put the blame I mean you can put the blame on one guy, I guess. Uh like George Bush. <laughs> I don't know. But he's I don't know. I don't know. What's going on over there? Somebody help me out. <laughs> Ross? <laughs> I, I, so, I, I've, I've expressed before, like... It's like FUBAR over there. It's FUBAR right now. It is. It is. But, so, the Af- Afghanistan, we're talking about the Taliban being in power since, like, 89. Yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, that, that, the U.S. helped them kick the Soviet out. And they've been they were in power sure. Like next thing you know, they go very extremist, things go south really fast, they have their own thing happen, and the country is very uh very conservative view of Islam. And we know how that story goes to where again they had Mujahideens came in from all over the so-called Muslim world. Osama bin Laden was allegedly he plotted he and his underlings plotted the 9-11 attack while in Afghanistan. So then once the attacks happened, the first place we went to was, yo, we're going to start bombing Kandahar and Kabul, which is what we did. Chased out the, the United States, chased out chased out the, the Taliban. Taliban been, been in hiding for 20 years. Taliban been in hiding for 20 years. So during those 20 years, the U.S. started, what was it, the Coalition of the Willing? Right, there was the coalition of the willing. You have all countries, European countries. You had Japan was part of it, right? Got George George W. Bush makes that speech. If with us, you're against us. All of that, perfect. They go over there, they bomb the shit out of them, help them rebuild a new country, start putting different people in power. Hamid Karzai was the first one. Then the guy who just got let go, well, who just left. Yeah, <laughs> he straight up left. Right, the guy who just left, uh, Ghani, who just left. Um, but but there are people at fault here. Yes, we can blame Bush. That's sure. 
right? Should have never, should he have never brought us there in the first place? I don't know because Americans were out for blood, right? They they bombed they bombed the twin towers. Three thousand Americans died. Biggest uh, biggest terrorist act to happen on American soil since Pearl Harbor. Boom, that was a declaration of war. Something had to be done. He did what he did, whatever. Now here we are, 2021, when, and for years, included, have been saying, hey, why are we still over there? Why are we still over there? We have a very small segment of the population that keeps on having to go back and be at war. It does someone. We could just leave. It's their country. Whatever your views are. Right, America's protecting certain interests, whatever the case may be. Now here we are, we're starting to do this and there are certain things that weren't taken into consideration. My 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 main, um, not even qualm, like my main beef is with people who were in charge in the, right? You mm. have a situation where all you had to do is just mean what was already put in place. Well, that was hard to do. A lot of times they were being, they, they were using, they were using equipment that they weren't fit, weren't trained to use this equipment. A lot of those people were, had very low literacy rates. Another issue is that, yeah, there's a high level of corruption in the Afghan government. Let's not, let's not try to cover that up. Let's not overlook that. You have a situation where we were told, where the world was told that the Afghans had a military force that was 300,000. Well, it turns out that's not true. It turns out that you had a lot of outposts where money was being paid out for a certain amount of people. And let's say money was being paid out for 100 people, but really there are 50 people. Somebody else was cashing these other 49 checks. Mm. So we so the world overestimated what was going on. It's really fucked up that we didn't plan to, hey, you know what? These people who have been helping in terms of translating, maybe we should help them get out because that's something that has been argued for for years. I know where you listen to the radio, where you see reports, whether it be on CNN or any news outlet, where you'll have a guy who was a cab over there and he's back stateside and all he wants is to make sure that the guy the translator who was embedded with his unit yep. for however long he and his family for be able to come back and get a visa to the united states that's yep. all they had to do all they really had to do don't we can't, can't they airlift them to guam that's what they did for vietnamese airlift them to guam guam so you can vet military base they don't have to come stateside i know that there's a big thing. Oh, well, you don't know who they were connected to. We got to vet them fine. Keep them on the base and vet them. But at least they're safe. Yeah. That wasn't done. Right. And I, I'm I'm not that smart, guys. <laughs> and, I, and, and, and I figured that's something that could have been done. You know, so um, who's to blame? I don't know. There are parties to blame. But I feel like the a, a big chunk of the blame goes not so much on the Afghan people. I'm not even mad at the Taliban if I could be real with y'all, because for 20 years, for 20 years, the Afghan people have been under the rule of this coalition of the willing. For 20 years, if you were if you were suspected to be Taliban, they would kick in your door and drag you out, whether you are something that you have to prove after the fact, right? We've had these conversations over the last 20 years about what goes on on Guantanamo. 
And then turns out we've had this dude in there for 15 years and he's innocent. Country doesn't want him back and the US won't take him. Well, he's gonna be stuck in, in, in Guantanamo Bay because he's got nowhere else to go. So we've had like, we've had these conversations for 20 years. We've had these concerns for 20 years. And I'm just, it just, it, it's just sad. It's just shocking that no effort, no thought was, was put into this. Yeah, we could pick shit up. Like, yo, they pick shit up real quick. They're like, yo, we're going to be out by first. All right, cool. They start packing up. Yo, Taliban is taking over real quick. And quite as it's been kept, Al Jazeera has been reporting about provinces being over police stations and like the outer provinces being overran by the Taliban for like since like 2014 2013 nothing was being done about this not by the US not by the Afghani force or in charge like we have a situation where a people was what is it I I, I talked about it with, with, with you Saul I talked about it. I was like yo this is a situation where you have people who were who were basically not Colin, who were occupied for 20 years, and now you have an option, you have an, you have an opportunity where the, where the occupiers are leaving, and you can't get your country, you can't get your country in order. You can't have talks of like military people who are in, on these Afghani forces just leaving, just leaving because they were underpaid. How could they be underpaid? They the, the US was literally bankrolling the whole thing. The U.S. and the world, or what is it, the global community, was literally giving the Afghani's a blank check. Like, look, just get, just get the country looking like it did before the Soviet got there. That's what it. in the sixties. Exactly. <laughs> but, but exactly, but that's when it was a thriving. That's thriving, that's when it was a thriving nation. It was beautiful. You should look online. Like, yeah, the pictures are wild. Yeah, yeah, you should look online how beautiful it was and what it is now. And it was like, look, just do that. And it was like, all right, cool. But what do they do? They siphon money, yo. This dude gets an airport named after him. And he's got like Swiss bank accounts. Who? I mean, oh. right? And then the guy the, who was the guy who's the legitimate president now, the one who just left earlier this week, he was like helping his brother get like specific contracts. Like, dude, that's not what you did. Not what you're there for. You're there to actually like help your people thrive. Help you have to help your country get back a certain sense of normalcy. Like girls were going to school. Women were getting. When was the last time that happened? But let let let, let me get mines, y'all. Let me get mines. Let me make sure my people's are straight. And now the country's falling to shit, and everybody wants to point a finger. And. That's it. So that's my take on it. Yeah, I think I probably echo everything Ross says. I mean, it's hard to do 20 years of terror justice, right? And I don't mean them, I mean us. Um, like, like my uncle went over in the war very early on and when he came back, he was like, we're not setting up temporary installations we're setting up permanent installations like we're never going to leave and he said that probably a good 15 or more years ago um the the plan was never to be temporary and what i've always said all along is like you're just a regular eight-year-old kid living your life in afghanistan and all of a sudden there's another 
country walking around with machine guns and shooting up houses, like mm. probably not going to endear much affection for us as freedom fighters. Um, so we've had 20 years of that. So I think we're going to be reckoning in with it for decades to come, if not longer. Um, as far as the current situation goes, um, you know, I know it's unpopular to say as a lib like me, but like, I do think Biden deserves some blame insofar as why is the special immigrant status, the visa status so backlogged? Like there are translators from Afghanistan that have been waiting for five years or more to get their visa approved. Like he could have done something to clear out the people that needed to be cleared out ahead of time. Like that I feel like was an administrative bureaucratic thing that was foreseeable that all these people would be scrambling to leave and they should have, they should have done something ahead of time to streamline their application status to get them somewhere out of Afghanistan. Even like Ross says, not necessarily stateside, but out of Afghanistan. I feel like that was just so foreseeable and we should have done something to stave that off um, because obviously the pictures are heart-wrenching and um, like, you know, in lots of ways, I agree with Biden. Like we never should have been there as long as we were. And the Afghan people have been trained for many years to defend themselves. Um, You know, I agree with a lot of what he said in his speech, but I felt like there was a certain lack, like, certain level of empathy that was lacking in his Mm -hmm. speech and a certain level of a failure to plan ahead to get people out all of which was foreseeable um and would have made the optics just very different so right but i i think like we were talking about this uh, a couple days ago ross and i and, and some of the other guys like the point was brought up um like don't they want to want don't they want to want it for themselves right right and that was part of biden's speech right like they have to govern for themselves etc right which is difficult to say in a vacuum because it's ignoring all the influence and money and death threats frankly that are happening um but like i agree with the concept (laughs) um like Ross, what did? Well, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish that point. No, no, no. I, I I agree with the concept. I just don't think it really reflects the realistic picture on the ground. Hmm. Yeah. So, Rod, yeah. What did you say when when that point was brought up? No, that's why that's that's why I wanted to know what want what for themselves because there's always been a difference between the people who govern and the people who are governed. And so I'm sure that the people who are governed do want it for themselves. But what is it? Democracy? What does democracy look like to an Afghani? Yeah. When the leading country of democracy is disputing their election. Their own election. (laughs) I, uh, I blame Woodrow Wilson. I blame David Lloyd George. I blame World War I. I blame the promises that were broken to these to to, to, to this country to, to that whole nation the whole Middle East. I I can't I can't blame the Middle East for 
for for feeling the way they feel about uh like the west you know and 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 britain right like the uk and all that cuz they were completely lied to when 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 we asked for their help <laughs> in in that first world war yeah. um so you know i blame that and then you know we can fast forward and uh i, I mean it's it's it is it is a mess and i honestly i i, I mean that's that's really all all i really have because after that uh it's just a it's just a domino effect i feel like but nobody really wants to uh like kind of they, they want to forget about like how uh russia and, and and britain like divvied up the middle east amongst themselves like it was some new territory they had just found and <laughs> when they were like legit like kings ruling that country way before uh like the uk was civilized <laughs> so it's it's you know it's wild that whole thing is wild i uh i feel for the people over there especially the women that's that's the, that's the crazy thing cuz now it's like what they, they can't go to school. They, they can't drive. They so can't, promises like... have been made. And I, I I think that if we flip it to the other side, I think that the Taliban has their own problems, obviously. But one of them being you have the Taliban, which is this political entity. And then you have the Taliban, which is this paramilitary force. And the paramilitary force is filled with people who are extremists. They view things from way on the other side of the spectrum, whereas the ones who are the political or, or at least the one who want to be a political entity, they, they've learned a lot over the last 20 years. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I just think, like, it's been a clusterfuck of our own making, but we did not, you know, part of it is Trump set a withdrawal deadline that we were working with, it, that Biden was working with then. And it got bungled, but I just feel like so much of it was forced. Oh, well, and thanks for and thanks for saying that real quick, because that, that just reminded me about the, the next person I did want to blame, because I, I do blame Trump a little bit for this. A lot. I of mean, all because... of them, all of the presidents need to be blamed for yes, sure. But yeah, for he sure. set the withdrawal date. And not only that, but let's not forget the man freed 5,000 like, Taliban soldiers yeah. for this fake ceasefire that like treaty that he wanted to he wanted to have the Taliban over to Camp David to sign this thing. Yeah. Could you imagine the Taliban flying <laughs> over, landing on US soil in the Camp David to sign a fake ceasefire peace treaty thing? Because we know goddamn well they're gonna go right back to shooting and blowing everything up again because they did. They have been and they never stopped. <laughs> so those 5,000 prisoners he released, hence two-week takeover of the Taliban. Nah, <laughs> like, I don't even think those 5,000 prisoners would have mattered, bro. I mean, it definitely didn't hurt. I don't think it would have mattered. This, this like, like Emily said, this shit was bungled from the start. Oh, it was, but it, didn't, it, it doesn't hurt having 5,000 soldiers get released back into your ranks. I just, you know, I'd be really interested to hear from somebody who's got a military experience who can speak 
more than us. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> like, right. Like, I, un- I understand right. that you don't want to announce all your plans ahead of time to give everybody else leeway to make all other plans. Like, I get the strategic piece of it, but I just, like... <laughs> Let me see if you I can get solo way more people out of the country ahead of time. You could have done that. <laughs> Let me see if I can get fellow Brock's native Colin Powell on the show for us. <laughs> <laughs> the BX no, but says, truly, like, like, is there no situation where you couldn't have gotten thousands of people out of the country that are at the top of the Taliban hit list? Like, they literally yeah. have hit lists. They don't care. That's that. This shows show another, more promises being broken by by the U.S. government and the military. No surprise for there. sure. But like, you know. I think it's a big misstep because Biden has been seen as an empathetic leader for a long time. Even if he didn't always make the right choices, he was always seen as somebody who cared. Yeah. And this just seems cold and miscalculated. Yeah, plus you'd have gotten charged now. You know what? Let's 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 uh, let's elongate that. You know, yeah. Let's do that all the time. Yeah. They have, they did all the time. You know who's the complete opposite of somebody who cares? Trump. What about baby baby Trump? Trump. Yeah, baby (laughs) Trump. DeSantis. Let's see. Um, What's happening in Orlando? They want us to conserve water here because uh, the hospitals are running out of whatever it is that (gasps) comes in the clean water uh, because they have to treat COVID patients. What? You know what? You know what the big Sazu says to conserving water? The people tell me to conserve water. The big Sazu says, "Fuck you." That's what he says. (laughs) Okay, I ain't conserving water. The minute I read that, I took a 45-minute shower. Because <laughs> I was like, you know what? I did my part. I took the vaccine. I've been, you know, wearing my masks and social distancing and doing what I have to do. Now, now because these idiots don't want to get vaccinated, and they're, and, they're, and they're clogging up the hospital system, and, and they're using up all the resources that they don't believe in, um... Now I got to now I got to shorten up my shower time. <laughs> I can't imagine. I don't think I've ever taken a forty-five minute shower in my life. Let them die. I just I I I just sat there in my tub with the shower running. You know those really long, depressed, hungover showers that usually you take in the morning when you're contemplating life for like you know it seems like almost three hours in there, and you're like, why? Why did I do whatever it is that I did that has me feeling the way that I feel right now in this tub? That's got like, you know, rings around it that you have to clean. I didn't care. I didn't care. I was like, hot water on. Pow. 45 minutes. I didn't care. I looked, I got out. I was like, oh man, I missed all of, I missed like all the sports center and everything. Almost. It was like perfect. I don't care. If you have COVID and you are in the ER and you did not get vaccinated. I'll I, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I said it before. I think I said it in a couple ep- a couple episodes before, a couple podcasts before. I've been saying it. I said it. I said it at the beginning of this one. I don't care about you if you don't want to get the vaccine and you're clogging up my man, Doctor Marvin Romero's hospital up <laughs> with your unvaccinated ass, trying to sit there saying like, "Oh, you didn't want. You wanted to wait. What did you want to wait for?" What are you waiting for? You wanted to wait to get the vaccine? For what? You wanted to wait till you almost died? Is that what it is? Like, fuck them. Let them die. That's how I care. That's how much I care about these people at this point right now. 
Try to tell me to conserve water. Try to tell me to take a shorter shower because you don't want to get vaccinated. Please. The census, the census is wild. He wilding right now on everything. The school district, all that. I don't even know what to say. Ross, I hope you take a long showers, Ross. I hope you I mean, take the longest showers of your life, Ross. I'm not, I'm not taking 45 minute showers. That's what you're asking, but He's then again, <laughs> I came out like a prune. I came out looking like one of those raisins, California raisins. I was singing in tune and everything. I don't live in your district, though. So yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I got my own issues. Yeah, you're but right. Wait, why that. are they conserving water for the hospital? So, Ross, did you did I send that to you? The like whatever so. it is, maybe not, maybe not. Hold on, but, but I know it has to do with the oxygen. Yes, that's oh, what it is. Oh, I see. Okay. I know it has to do with the oxygen, and so you want some clean water. You need water left. <laughs> yeah, so that's <laughs> what it is. It's like uh, so water. Hold on, let me see here. So uh, this is in the Washington Post to conserve water. Surgeon cost and because of a surge in in COVID. Hospitalizations, liquid oxygen used in hospitals and water treatment is in short supply as more critically, I can't even talk, more critically ill patients need respiratory therapy. Hmm. Now, listen, I get respiratory therapy. I have asthma. I understand. But so you got vaccinated. I, yeah, I got vaccinated. And you don't see me out here like smoking cigarettes. You know? Smoking <laughs> cigarettes, busting it open. You know, I smoke yeah, cigarettes. Wild what was out that? What was that? I smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I smokes with cigarettes. The kid that took his grandma's SUV for a joyride back in the day. Um, <laughs> he's a bad kid. I remember that. They, but, made a, they made a boondocks episode. The boondocks episode, yeah. But yeah, like, I I mean, I'm talking about, I turn on the news and I got my man Buddy Dyer telling me, talk about, we got to conserve water. <laughs> COVID patients, yada yada yada. I I I don't think I cackled as hard as I did this afternoon in a long time. Okay. I didn't laugh. I I cackled. So funny <laughs> at the thought of that. Like DeSantis is out here promoting. What is it, Ross? Um, you talk about the Regeneron treatment. The Regeneron. <laughs> this man is out of his. Bro, it's like three shots. I think it's like three, three shots, and you're three shots like in your stomach. I'm trying to, trying to get everybody that that Donald Trump treatment. Yeah. What is? I know I asked. I know I asked. I know I asked you this before. I'm like, what are the optics of like DeSantis and what Florida looks like now? Has anything changed since I asked you that? <laughs> no, I. You know, I think uh, I saw an article that said that if Florida was a country, we would ban them from the U.S. Yeah. From traveling, <laughs> the levels are high, son. I do, I do hope that DC reinstates their like quarantine travel ban. Mm. You know, I was, I was, I, I watched this show, um, <laughs> Brother from Another, with uh, Mike Holly and Mike Smith, and um, Mike Holly went on a road trip. They drove around with his family from like. Boston, Ohio, to New Orleans, to Atlanta, back to I think I think DC or something like that. But he was saying that as they drove south, people were looking at them more and more weird masks on. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah, they don't. Alabama just came out and said they have no more ICU beds available in the whole state. In the whole state. Damn. Mm-hmm. In the whole state. You know how many cities and hospitals they have in Alabama? No more and- ICU beds. For a long time, I was like, you know, you know, I did my part. I wore, I, I quarantined for a year. I wore my mask. I got the vaccine. Like, if other people don't want to do it, that's on them. I don't really care. And like, you know, that was kind of my feeling for a while. But now I'm like, people can't get elective surgeries, which are not really elective. It's not like cosmetic surgery. It's just like not life threatening surgery. Right. So you um, so you out here with your fucked up knee. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. can't get surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, truly. Like it's not like, oh, I wanted like boob enhancements. <laughs> now I can't get that. It's like I can't get my regular surgeries. Can't get my and hip replacement. Like, I can't get my my heart checked out or my stint put in yes, or whatever. Because it is, they don't have any beds available. Like yep. that's insane to me. And then, you know, and now I understand. I've understood the literature more about how, you know, we're going to get more variants and we don't know that the variants will be protected against the vaccines we have and blah, blah, blah. So like now I've come around to being like, no, actually, fuck you. You need to get vaccinated. Um, so that's nine, where I am at this 9,000 Hillsborough. I'm sorry. Not Yeah, nine. 9,000 Hillsborough County kids and faculty came down with COVID. <laughs> Wasn't there another uh, county in Florida that had to close down for a couple weeks? I mean, I don't know. Probably. I know in Georgia they did. I don't remember the Floridian one, but I'm not going to say no. (laughs) It is just the craziest (laughs) shit to me. Like, that is just so crazy to me. All of it is so crazy. I I mean, I conversation last year. There's a lot of states... Like, we're up in D.C. here, and don't quote me on the direct stat, but when they reinstituted the mask mandate, I think two people had died within the past two weeks of COVID, and yet they still reinstated the mask mandate. I won't be surprised if we have work-from-home orders coming in the fall, because as everyone gets the common cold, flu, et cetera, it's going to be really hard to tell them apart right away, and people are just going to shut down instead. Um, but I feel like Florida's just going to be like, well, let it ride. <laughs> oh, yeah, they have been setting a ride. It's so. like ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, but I, I do feel like there has to be like a middle ground, right? Like, I don't know why I'm wearing a mask with two deaths in two weeks. And you Florida guys had just like, like over 100 this last week. Yeah, or you guys are just like, like well, yeah. <laughs> do whatever you want. And we out here, Wild Wild West. Yeah. Flu season on the way. We don't give a yeah. fuck. Kids are getting uh, this virus called um, RSV. It's a respiratory yes. virus. And that's usually something that happens in the winter. Like my, my son had it a couple of years ago and we were well in winter when he got it. I had to take him to like uh, Arnold Palmer Hospital, the kid, the children's hospital and everything. And here we are like now kids are having this, this condition early on. So, so more and more children are being exposed to it. We have record numbers of children, record numbers of children having COVID in Florida or across the nation for that matter, but definitely in And the pro-life crowd is silent. (laughs) And and we are acting 
And I say we, I'm talking about the leadership and those who believe in them acting mm. all nonchalant about it. Mm. I want to I mean, I get into the The small miracle in all of this is that most children do not die from it, right? That's a yeah. small miracle. Yeah, and that's crazy that we're saying most children, thank God, right? But there's still a couple that are fucking, they're still, they're still dying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, uh, you know what? I'll probably wait till next week to get into this. Um, like the school, the Osceola school board um, article that came out. Yeah, let's talk about it next week, yo. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little next week because that is, uh, I mean, pretty much it just said everything I've been saying. But he's, I need details, my guy. I got, I got details, but I can't put them out. <laughs> Ask him to come on the show. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good idea. I mean, he pro- he'll probably say no because I think I think we're probably getting a rep over there. Nasir County could send me like, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna hit him with some real questions if they come on. I it I sounds mean, I like wish, he wants to answer them though. I I wish I could I could I could play this conversation for you guys <laughs> that I had. Um, but I can't because I think uh, I'd probably go to jail or something for that, right? Could I, get, I could probably get sued. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, point is, I still the school board. I said I was coming for you guys last. I'm still, I'm still coming for you guys. Trust me, and this is it's just getting better. So yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Um, the Jeopardy guy, the whoever he is, he fumbled the bag. What a clown! My no, man, Mike Richards. Him. Yeah, Mike Richards. Yeah, he's an idiot. Um. You know what? Well, I'll leave him for next week too, because I want to see what happens. Who they get? Like if, if they end up uh, really hiring Lavar Burton for that. No, I don't think um, they should, yo. What's that? I don't think they should. No, who should they get? Yeah, I don't know, but Lavar Burton didn't do that good of a job. You really don't think so? Oh, I watched every episode. He didn't. I watched. I watched the first one. I watched he, the first one. I thought he, he was great. He didn't he great do team. that good of a job. Like he, he wasn't bad, and he was out there kind of like, "Yo, make sure they pick me." Like, nah, man, Chef, fall back. You Lamar Burton, don't be thirsty. Nah. But now, but now that they messed up <laughs> in hiring this <laughs> this dude that turned out to be a cluster, um, maybe, maybe they will hire Lavar Burton, and if they Ooh. do. I think he should make sure that his contract is all the money. Yep, Ooh. all the lucrative. All the Get money. It all. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll talk about it next week for sure. Ross, hit me with a Get It How You Live right quick, man. You know what? Um, Get It How You Live. We, earlier this week, someone uh, tagged us on the news. Yo, of- shout out. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to, uh, was it Jess? Jessie? Definitely my sister Jess, yo. Yeah, shout out to Jesse. Full show. Yeah, hit, hit us up with, with a, a Chicago pharmacist. Check this out, Emily. Don't know if you saw it in the news. Um, man's name is Tang Tang Zhao, 34 years old, and he was allegedly selling um, <laughs> COVID vaccine cards hey. for, for $10 each on eBay. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Straight up, yo. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So how, hold on. He was selling for 10, 10 bucks a pop? Ten dollars a pop, bro. So so what what where's that, how much time is that gonna land him? Though? So he is now charged with 12 counts of theft of government property. 
Oh. How is it go- theft of government property? The show is a government property. You get oh. it from the CDC. Oh, the card. That's right. The card, the vaccination card. We're going to have oh. to prove that that card is worth a lot of money. Well, I don't. I, it's it's worth ten dollars according to him, but each count, <laughs> each count is ten years. Oh, so he's looking at he's looking at one hundred and twenty years because they know for they 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 say that he allegedly sold twelve cards. He'll plead out to misdemeanor theft. <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah, he's gonna get like five years probation. Oh. <laughs> Some community service. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's, you, know, you know he's gonna get a good lawyer. I, what I don't know is, yo, how 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 short is that is that pharmacy though? Out in all places yeah. for you to be out here selling CDC COVID nineteen vaccination cards for ten dollars a pop on eBay. Twenty dollars. That's it, bro. One hundred twenty bucks. One hundred twenty dollars, yo. <laughs> Barely put gas in his Maserati. Oh. If he if he hires some high powered defense attorney, they'll be like, "Prove to me that card was worth that much money." <laughs> mm. And that's why I'm gonna hire Emily as my attorney if I ever go down in flames. <laughs> I don't think she does no, criminal no, law, bro. Not licensed to practice in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever dirt you try to do, make sure you do it in D.C., bro. Yes, <laughs> that's fine with me. <laughs> make sure you do it within the district. Oh man, <laughs> not Virginia. Nope, no, nope. not Maryland. So Maryland, I do do Maryland. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, all right, all right. We can work. I can work with Marilyn Crab Legs up there. Right, go. Oh, my. What was his name again, Ross? Tang Tang Zhao. Tang Tang? Tang Tang. T A N G T A N G. Tang Tang. I like that. Tang Tang. You got that Tang Tang. Yeah, he had that Tang Tang on him. You got that Tang Tang for the low $10 a pop, B. Slide him, slide him half a dub. He got you. Oh, let me get the thing, 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 thing. You go <laughs> sweating half a dub. Yo, thing, thing. I had the ten dollars for the thing, 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 thing. You know what I'm saying? You get vaccinated now? Nah? Yo, you try, you trying to go out tonight? Ah, right, yo, look, I got you, sir. I got you. I'll have my man. Such and such pharmacy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, all right. Shout outs, Emily. Give me some quick shout outs. Oh. Shit, I have no shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, that was perfect. Shout-out. That was okay. perfect. The only the only person I ever shout out is my mother. So there you go. Yay! Shout out. She'll listen. Emily's she likes mom, it. Paula. Although last time she's like last time I was only on the second half, she's like, I was trying to fast forward until I got to you, but I couldn't figure it out. So I had to listen to the whole thing. So she got stuck listening to us ramble. Oh, I'm well, sorry Ms. about Ronnie, that. We appreciate that. we appreciate that metric. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shout out to my mom, Rasta. Yo, you know how I do. It's the fam, my wife, my kids. Got nothing but love for y'all. No, 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 nothing outrageous there. Oh, and to the homie, Roscoe P. Baker. Yo, shout out to my man Roscoe. You know what I'm saying? I apologize again. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the homie and to motherfucker Mike Rogers, Wu-Tang Mike. I'm going to find you. I'm going to get my CD back. Yeah, Wu-Tang Mike. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Wu-Tang Mike. <laughs> I want my shit back. Oh, man. Um, 
Let's go with it. LA Insurance. Holla at them boys, Alan, Ray, and Charles out there. They got two offices, one off Boggy Creek right across the street from Publix. The other one's on uh, OBT right across the street from the Florida Mall. Uh, Kenya Robinson with the Blitzel Restock Image Project. Holler at her. Holler at Be Nice, a little bar downtown in the corner of Roslyn and Washington. Catch me out there on Monday nights. Shout out to Tori. Shout out to all them boys, AMH, doing the thing thing. Thing thing. <laughs> you um, want the thing thing. The thing thing. Holler them boys for the thing thing. Yo, holler, holler at Long Shots for the thing thing. Holler at my boys, uh, Mo and Harold and Alex holding it down over there on that side of town over in the Four Corners area. If you're out there, go holler at them. They got like 12 pool tables. They got like what the ticket, the 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 NBA league pass. They got whatever you, you want on MLB, whatever NFL ticket coming up. They got it all. We're gonna hang out over there, and watch a couple games. Um, but yeah, man, that's about it. Shout out to everybody for always listening. Um, follow us on Facebook. Check out the Facebook page. Uh, Get it how you live with a U. Um, follow me on Twitter if you want, Solly D's, and on Instagram, Saul underscore Wall underscore. I guess it's kind of working when I say this because I've been noticing I've been getting like more followers lately. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of crazy, but they're all weird, like uh, probably sketchy, uh, like uh, what, what are those weird like uh, spam accounts? Yeah, and all the ones I get are like forex investors. Yeah, <laughs> we got the little the little chart on there. <laughs> make, make money, make there. money with Jerry. You know Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. we should do a real make money episode. Everyone needs to have their retirement investment accounts going. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> we'll set it up in DC. Oh. All right, guys. Uh, come back next week. Same time, <laughs> same place. <laughs> right? Is that how it works? Uh, That's how it works, man. Go Gotta follow Ross on Twitter. Go follow Ross on uh, Instagram, too, and everything. And, oh, yeah. Instagram. Emily's got Haitian Twitter. Ross, Twitter, Haitian Ross 83. Emily, you got to use your Twitter more, Em. I don't have Twitter. Or I do, but I don't use it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta activate that thing. I, I no, tagged on like some it. stuff. Yeah, too late. <laughs> You're gonna have to do it. We'll be back, everybody, next week, as usual. You know how it goes. Holla. Peace. Peace.